0: So it seems that this episode is going to be the Goldilocks episode because as I'm doing the prep for it, it just seems like everything is either too much or too little. And anyway, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with Goldilocks. So if you're ready to get all Goldilocks on everything to do with your hands, let's start. Hi there. My name is Orna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians like yourself helping you to have better conversations with your horse each and every week by giving you, well, a couple of bits and bobs to work on, hey, while you're with your horse and in the saddle. This week, I want to dive into all things to do with your hands, and specifically, I want to talk about four things that you possibly or potentially are doing wrong with your hands while riding. Now, this is all down to the fact that we are shortly going to be launching the live version of Returning to Riding. So all of you past students out there, you're going to get an invite to join us again. And if you would love to do something over the coming three months um, working with us, working with a group of people to really and truly get your riding moving forward and get the basics on autopilot because that's what it's all about and you can just keep an eye out for an email from me inviting you to join as well but let's get back to your hands and I want to preface all this by saying that obviously different horses and different people need different things okay and I also want to say that A lot of what is going on with your hands actually has a lot to do with how you're made and how your horse is made. So how the two of you are put together, okay? And the combination of that and, you know, different sizes, it it, it matters, it matters, okay? Particularly what we're going to say today, but for the most part, okay? Okay. We're going to look for the kind of the Goldilocks in all of this, the, the happy middle um, as you work with your horse. So the first thing I want to talk about today and the four things that you are potentially doing wrong with your hands in your riding is being too fidgety. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> when I'm in the arena with people, I call this piano fingers and um, you see them, they go up oh. And down the reins. And I'm going to tell you, this comes from usually not holding the reins correctly. And if you're saying, but Lorna, I'm always holding the reins correctly. Well, my dear, if you are playing the piano while you're on the horse, I'm going to guess that maybe you're not. It's not as great as it could be. What I want you to do next time you're riding is to actually look at where you are holding the reins. And what I mean by this is where you're gripping. Okay, so many people make the mistake of gripping with their fingers. That's not where you hold the reins. You actually hold the reins really with your thumb. Okay, and it's where the rein passes over your index finger. So obviously, it comes in through kind of between your little finger and your ring finger, comes up the back of all your fingers, and then it passes over your index finger. Okay, and it's where it passes over your index finger that is where your thumb should actually be on top of the rain. And it's your thumb, and I don't use the word pinching because that kind of gives us the, the impression of all sorts of tension, which we don't want. But it is, it really is. It's your thumb applying pressure there to the rein at that point that actually holds the reins. Now, why is this so important? Well, because it kind of frees up your fingers, doesn't it? There you go, and we'll talk about those just later, your fingers. But um, yeah, so that is the big thing. So I want you, if you are, if you're guilty of playing the piano while on the horse. <laughs> Maybe you can have a little look-see at that one, okay? Um, So just make a plan with that. Okay, the next thing that I see happening a lot is riders holding their hands either too high or too low, okay? Now, a good rule of thumb is that if I was to stand and look at you and you're kind of on a side profile, so I'm looking at the side of you and your horse, so I can see all one side, let's say the left side, I can see all one side of your horse okay you you on your horse so you as well okay now what I should be able to see is from your elbow right the way down so all the way down your arm through your wrist through your hand all the way down the rein to the bit should be one continuous straight unbroken line okay if there is a V or a, I don't know, a mountain shape or anything else going on there. That is a good indicator that your hands are either too low, which would be the case with the V, or too high, which would be the case with the mountain shape, okay? So you want to just make sure you have a straight line. And very often, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, very often it's hands too low, and it's literally riders being lazy they're just not carrying their own hands they're your hands carry it so to take a little bit of responsibility here carry your hands Okay, I know really that this seems very simple but oh it's a common one eh so you want to lift your hands a little bit carry your hands Um, if you're kind of wondering oh how high should I lift them then if I need to carry them think about that line and think about getting that straight line and that'll kind of I feel that that won't put you wrong okay that that's a very easy way and it's something you can visually see and it's something you can visually continuously check you can just glance and have a little look see okay and you can check it and check the line, okay? So, of course, having your hands too high or too low is going to affect where the pressure is on your horse's mouth with the bit. And that affects how your horse goes. So that's why it's so important, okay? So, the other, the next problem and the other problem that I often see kind of coupled with this is either the hands too close together or too wide apart. Now, the too close together is usually more common, okay? And you're saying, but what are you talking about, Lorna? That's the right way. Yes. However, um I find that when we are when we are maybe less than great. And I'm not saying you're not great. You could be great in other elements, but you know, when you put the whole package together, there there's you're kind of there's a lot of things that need work still, okay? That's where we're going with this. Ooh, you see stepping on toes all over the place here and there. But um yes, when we're less than fantastic with this, okay? What tends to happen is we obviously try and emulate the the riders that we, we see who are doing a fantastic job. And what you might find with them is yes, their hands are pretty close together. However, they have refined their aids to the point where they can ride like that. They have a conversation going on with their horse that both themselves and the horse understand things. Now, when you're first starting off, we can, and not first starting off, you know, th- this could, you could be at any point in your riding. But if things are a little bit muddled, or you're maybe you're maybe communicating in ways that you didn't even know you were communicating with your horse, and you're thinking, "Why is my horse doing this?" But meanwhile, your leg is actually doing something else, or whatever the case is. Well. Opening your hands just a little bit wider will make all the difference. It allows, first of all, you to get really clear on inside and outside, which seems so simple. But, you know, when you're in the thick of it, that can often be like a bit confusing. Anybody else, when somebody told them to track left, they kind of off, their veer then to the right. I find myself continuously in the arena when I'm, when I'm uh, with, working with people and I'm saying, no, no, the other left, the other left. and it's because there's a lot going on and I get that okay I get it and I bet you every other writer out there is nodding their head as well they get it too so sometimes just having your hands a little bit wider can help you now how wide i would say six to eight inches is kind of a good place to to play with there you can kind of get in there and there's enough then for you to understand first of all inside outside and it's not that you don't understand it but again it's when you're trying to coordinate all the bits together when you're trying to put it all together this is where sometimes um there can be a couple of well well, you know things get wires get crossed okay in your own head this is and of course when they're crossed in your head can you only imagine how the horse is kind of picking up on whatever it is you're trying to communicate? Um, so that's important. Now, too wide can also be a problem. I feel that many riders, when they're riding with their hands too wide, there's two reasons I see this happening. The first one is they're trying to get the horse, quote unquote, on the bit. And what they're doing is they're kind of, their hands are down by their knees and their shoulders are hunched over and they're kind of sawn away there. So, yeah, you no know, <laughs> no 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 don't do that okay and um, just rein in the tendency to want to do that okay that's not going to get you anywhere but uh, the other reason that I see too wide happening is when riders are feeling really unbalanced and it's more like they're actually conducting an orchestra or directing airport traffic I don't know, but their hands are kind of wide and they're all over the show. And basically what they're doing is they're trying to balance. It's like they're walking along a balance beam. You know how your hands look when you're walking on a balance beam? Yeah, have you seen riders ride like that? Because I have. So yeah, that can also happen. So definitely you want to try and refine it. You want to try and find where you're happy and where A, you can effectively kind of communicate to yourself and be that your horse is actually effectively understanding what you're trying to communicate find it there stick with that okay the final point that I want to talk about when it comes to your hands and when it comes to four things that potentially potentially you're doing wrong is either too hard or too soft now the too hard I find often couples with the v-shape in the line so remember i said that line from your elbow to the horse's mouth well very often we have a v-shape in that meaning that there's there's you know less of a bend than we would like in the rider's elbow okay that often leads to it being too hard now the other way too hard can happen is there's too much tension through the rider's hands through the rider's arms. So very often through the arms, you'll see it's where the knuckles are on top. So rather than the thumb being on top, it's where the rider's actually turned their hand and the knuckles are on top and you can do, that's a really simple thing you can do right now and you can feel how it changes the tension in your arm. Can you feel that? So go from thumbs on top to knuckle on top. All the difference, eh? But um, it can. there's a lot of reasons. And then tension through the chest and across the shoulders as well is going to impact that as well, okay? If you have excessive tension through your body, you're going to have to try and figure out, first of all, why is that there? And then begin working on it. A really simple way is just think about relaxing your shoulders. So think about creating space through, or basically between your earlobes, if you want, and your shoulders. Now, I want you to think about that. Actively think about it. And, and you know, make it happen. Okay, can you feel how that feels? It kind of relaxes everything. Lovely. The other place, and this strangely enough, you're gonna say this has nothing to do with the hands, but it does, is riders with uh, a lot of tension through their jaw. I see that as well. Okay, so I just want you to notice that um, and you can work on that. Now too soft is the other side of the coin. Too soft is it kind of goes to I've seen riders hold the reins between the the basically the pad of their index finger. Okay, so right at their fingertip. Of their index finger and the fingertip of their thumb. Okay, so they're the two pads and they hold the reins like that, and it's like they're drinking high tea. Kind of their pinky fingers are just sticking out there. I don't know what's going on. And um, yeah, too soft won't work either. Um, and too soft can also be that there's just not enough contact. Remember, if you want your horse to join you and to go on this journey with you. And to actually begin to have a conversation with you, you need to show up and actually be there and be be available and be ready. And that can sometimes be where riders are letting it drop, and literally they're letting the contact drop. It's too soft and it's too long. So hopefully, if you are having any of these issues, you can have a little look at yourself today or the next time you're in the saddle, see what can be done about it, and uh, yeah. Begin making some positive changes, and as I said before, if you are looking to put the basics onto autopilot for you and your riding, we are kicking off returning to riding later this week. It is a little bit delayed, and um, we had I've I've had a great <laughs> the, the 2020 has been interesting so far for for us, uh, but anyway, long story short. Hopefully we're all we've got all everything sorted out now going forward and um, we will be kicking that off later this week. So I'd love to have you in there. Okay, I'll see you soon. Be good. Bye-bye.